go. Let's go. Hurry up. Omar, go. <laughs> Hurry. Kevin and Bean are right. Go. Why are you always screaming to a mic? Bro? Go. Oh, I had a bunch of people tweet me stuff and I didn't print out any of it. That's nice. A, that's nice. 5%. That's 5% right there. Who's that hot broad in the other studio? <laughs> oh, I'm Bean. You're <laughs> mugs. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hey, this is another episode of the B Team Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. But uh, what? Have, what? Wait, 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 wait. You're what? not going to leave that? any of the stuff in before that. Wait, what? what was that? You're not going to leave any of the stuff we were talking before that. What are you talking about? Like the don't we nor- yeah, normally we just go like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Like, yeah, hey, what is, right, what's so up, Omar? Are you starting from that point? What the that, f- are you guys talking about? That was about? weird. That was what are you talking about? Was, no, well, I'm going to introduce, because you guys are f***ing not going anywhere. So not I going need... anywhere. We just normally start the, the episode by going, hey, Omar, what's up? What's up, man? What's going on with you? Okay. And then we start chatting. Okay. Never it's like, hey, okay. it's the B-Team podcast. Okay. 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 My question okay. is, is, are you going to leave any of the stuff before that in there? <laughs> leave what in? We, have, we haven't even started yet. I'm confused. Come along now. Take a ride with the B-Team. <laughs> Omar, Omar wants to leave. Why is Omar mad? I really want to leave now. <laughs> Seriously. All right, what's up? Hey guys, how how was your weekend? Are we gonna talk about weenie roast or what's up? This Red Bull is frozen. <laughs> Mugs bitching about being hot. Yeah, and it was hot when I walked in here because Homar is sitting right there. Homar in his hot chair. Homar is so mad right now. Why is he mad? Because I have a vision for the podcast and how things go. I usually run the show, Dave. I know. So when you throw a wrench in it, it There's really no pisses me wrench. off. You started with listen, hey, it's the you, B team. Listen, you dickhead. What's the ne- first thing on the f-ing schedule here? Lightning is being a. F-ing I would stick. like to get to lightning is being a f-ing stick. Okay, let's and that's it. what I was doing. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Sorry, Omar. F-ing sh- balls. <laughs> See, we get mad at each other. God damn. Fight, 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 <laughs> fight. Kiss, kiss. <sighs> oh, wait. All, right. All right, fill me in on lightning's being a f-ing stick. Yeah. All right. So we were at uh, the Hollywood Park Casino for the. For the blackjack tournament, which the was B-team awesome. The B-team no-bust blackjack tournament. Yeah, yeah the, the B-holes came out. That was nice. Thanks for everyone stopping by. Uh, and uh, Superfan Kaylee came to us and says, hey, did you hear what Lightning had to say about you guys on the truck podcast? And, and we're Dave like, was no. like, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> was that? <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, did anyone listen to it? No, I did not. Uh, so, oh. so the only Kaylee, thing. Kaylee, let me hear it. So the only thing uh, I know about it is that Lightning went on there and said that he has more uh, five star reviews than us. Yes. That, that's the on, only on thing. Yeah. That's the only thing. I, that's the only thing I heard. And yeah. So, yeah. so did you guys hear it? I did. All right, Dave. Did you hear it? I did. But if Muggs knows about it more, like because I kind of like I was I listened to it that night and I was like tired. So. Okay. Yeah. First off, let me make a disclaimer. I love Lightning very much. Lightning was the man responsible for naming me Beer Mug, so I have, will never have anything bad to say about him. Just because podcast. he gave you your nickname, yes, you're not going to ever talk trash about Lightning? Without him, I would not be Beer Mug. But... So, with that being said, I heard the podcast in, in the truck show with Holman, and they were saying, yeah, they have more uh, reviews, okay. this, that, and next thing. But the thing that really gets Lightning's goat is... <laughs> The fact that we're out doing events now and making money, and and it wasn't happening when he was there. Okay. I mean, the no, only- but he was also talking crap about like both of them were like, oh yeah, and we we have more episodes than them, and we have more five star reviews in the B team. Just out of nowhere, it was like, uh, and it wasn't like, hey, it's the truck show. It just started with lightning going, 
Hey, we have more five star than that old uh, podcast that we we used really? to do. I used to do, and I was like, "What?" Like, that's so weird. And you know, for me, that's really uh, it's hurtful for me just because of the fact that Lightning is Mister Look at me. Okay, um, it's always he needs to, he needs credit for things, and uh, he always says, "Oh." I started the B Team podcast, and I, 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 which fine, you came up with the idea, bro. Fine, okay, but you know what? You didn't do it. You know what I mean? It takes. It, it, it took my production. It took Dave and I to be in it and on it, and it's not like he did it. Yeah. It was definitely a collaborative thing. And uh, by the way, on his little truck show thing that he does, I did all the production, which they give you a shout out for. They say they yeah. they give you a shout out and they say, listen, the guys do a and, good and, job and, over there. You know, no, but that's the, how they beside, end it. But with beside it. Yeah. the point, yeah. I helped them launch it. Yeah, that's my point. And now you're talking crap about us for no reason, or was there a reason behind I, it? I don't know because there was. I, I don't know if it was. What was he bragging? He's just bragging about having more five star reviews, and I don't get that. Like, is that like? Listen, if he's gonna talk talk s, man, I, and uh, you know, oh, you know, I, bringing it. It's just saying, well, I'm not bringing anything. Um, <laughs> but but I, I, I because here's the thing: it's like I don't care. Uh, I also think is that he might be doing this on purpose. Because for this he, reaction, for this reaction, I, I, absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely think this is this might be uh, oh, you know why he why he little talk trash because he knew it was going to get back to us. Podcast okay. wars. <laughs> why would he come at us like that out of nowhere? Straight out the gate, it was. Like, I'm, th- I'm thinking like he thinks it's like Kevin Bean versus Rick Dees, and this is like his version of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Kevin Bean versus Mark and Brian, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it to the B team. All right, let's go, man. I'm ready to do some push-ups and God. not. Engage. What a lame-o. Where'd you... my schedule go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You probably threw it down in a huff. Oh, you God, know? man. God. Feeling better? No. Okay. I'm actually more depressed now because, like, I, I, I'm the guy who threw lightning. Nobody was going to throw him a party. I'm the guy who threw lightning a going away party, you know? Or it helped anyway. Like, you know, I was the, the guy. Slide bar. You know? Yeah. yeah and, 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 Shut up, slide bar. And, and he's, Stop. like, being a dick over here for no reason. Yeah. Like I said, they were very nice to you. Yeah. You're part of the team, though. Yeah, like, I don't know. be. You know? Yeah. But I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Let's go to some happy stuff, dude, because this was, uh, yeah. this was mind-blowing, what, what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. So uh, I've never seen you guys like Dan this. Dan Aykroyd came into the studio last week. I don't do this very often where I go out of my way and tell Kevin to be an okay, guys, you know, because I'm not that guy. Because I know this is a very professional, even though it's radio, we try to be professional here. Yeah. We don't bug guests for pictures and Emphasis stuff. Emphasis on try. <laughs> what do you mean? We try to be professional. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's face it, Omar. We're, we're bottom <laughs> of the rung when it comes to, uh, with, to professionality and talking. Oh, you, you got it. Tell. <laughs> um, but Dan Aykroyd, for me, is, I mean, for, I don't know how anybody, I, it doesn't, like, you weren't really excited, right? I didn't care, but oh, I mean, like, 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 I, like it, I, don't, I, I don't understand that. Like, like for me... Yeah, hey, guy's such a such a legend because, like, you know, I mean, growing up, I would watch Dan Aykroyd and all his stuff, like Coneheads, Trading uh, Places, obviously the Ghostbusters movies. Here's Dan Aykroyd to me. Yeah. My favorite Dan Aykroyd movie, Gross Point Blank. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like, and I, I watch, I love Trading Places. Yeah. But I totally forgot that he was in it. To me, Trading Places is Eddie, even though it's, right. it's he's the other guy. Yeah, he's the other guy, yeah. But, uh, but it's Eddie Murphy and Jamie Lee Curtis, like, even though Jamie Lee Curtis is with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know what it was, but uh, yeah. So Beer Mug, like, oh, I don't know if he God. has, like, he didn't have work to do that morning. So, but he was like, legit. I was building the uh, Dan Aykroyd <laughs> intro. And by the way, uh, I've never spent more time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think when Quentin Tarantino came in, uh, I spent a lot of time on his intro. But I told Kevin to mean like, there's. Uh, just so you know, uh, I don't ask for this often, but I'm going to take take a picture with Dan Aykroyd. You know, yeah. I mean, if the guy's coming in studio, there's no way I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, right? it's an opportunity. And by the way, if you ask politely, it's, it's you yeah. know, it's not something like like you do all the time. So if you yeah. were like every single guest, like yo, I'm gonna get a photo, get a photo. I'd be like, yeah. all right, bro, no, yeah, for relax. sure. But you'd never ask. No, for I did so it for Quentin Tarantino, and yeah. I did it for MCA when he came in. Yeah, I was like, of course, we'll, whatever we do, make it happen. And then Dan had this weird, crazy schedule that he had to be out at a certain time. So I was yeah. like, all right, well, let's just make sure that you get these photos. Yeah. So it it, it all worked out. I ended up getting my picture. But uh, um, <laughs> can we talk about your pictures real quick? Yeah, because I, <laughs> I took the pictures and yeah. I took them on our good camera, and you know, I thought you know. Usually everyone wants them on their own phone and stuff. So I took two pictures of Omar, and one's like a normal <laughs> picture. But then one, Omar's making this weird face, and it looked like he's farting. And Dan Aykroyd looked like he's smelling it. And I don't know why you didn't post that one. That's oh, awesome. my God. That is yeah, so funny. Like, funny. Please let us post it. That was funny. Maybe I'll post, yeah. the, because, post it. Hey, yeah, this is the one I didn't want this people is the to one, see. Yeah, because it's so funny. Omar's big. I don't know what face you were making. Like I don't know, man. I, were you making a face on purpose, or was that did I just catch you I think on you something? just caught me at a bad time. Yeah, but and I, him, I, too. He's like, oh, <laughs> I will say that I was like legit nervous. I don't get really nervous oh, around people, but I was like really he nervous. You? He asked me where I went to school. And Why? Why? Well, I think to be honest with you, I think people of the level of star that Dan Aykroyd is, like or a Tom Hanks, they want to put you at ease and they want you to have a moment. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, so they will talk to you, so you have something to take away from that uh, experience. I thought them. it was pretty cool that he start. He flipped it. Like he, yeah, instead of you. T- Hearing like, oh Dan, you're so great. Like, yeah. He, you know, hey, yeah. what's yeah. up with you? Yeah, and then I was like, uh, what's up with like, you, Brownie? Like, like, like I, I, I couldn't even come up with Fontana, and he was like, oh yeah, he, he's he, never he, heard of Fontana yeah, before. Just, yeah, but he was he was just being nice, you know, just being nice, you yeah. know. But beforehand, uh, beer mug was in here with me, uh, <laughs> listening to all the clips. Oh, God, like, God. yeah, we're we're just like legit, <laughs> we're just geeking out over all his clips, and, and then, I'm, I'm, I'm assembling the intro. And then what does beer mug do? I get a picture with, with Dan too. Yeah. yeah, but he escorted Dan to the bathroom. Oh, I did. Yeah. And what yeah. did you do at the bathroom? He uh, held his penis. <laughs> he held Dan's Money penis. Might as, as well. I guarded the door so nobody would bug me. What? Like, what is that? Nobody Who does would that? bother Mr. Aykroyd hey. while he was relieving himself. Yeah, but then Dan Aykroyd opens the door and there's beer mug at the door. Hey, how's <laughs> it going? I, you know, I heard I, you flush. Funny s- small talk. Uh, I, I try to make small talk. I try to make small talk with him because. With a guy that huge, that's such a big part of your childhood. You just, especially with me, and you guys have all heard my red carpet interviews. When I when I interview somebody I'm a humongous fan of, I become that Chris Farley character. Where, you remember that <laughs> scene in, in Ghostbusters? Where, so I try to just totally just talk about su- something else. By the way, beer mug wearing a Ghostbuster shirt that yes. day. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. Don't say anything, Dave. What? I know what you're going to say. What? Oh, you're a douchebag for wearing it. Oh, I think that's awesome. Yeah, you are a douchebag. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Do you know why? Hey, look, I look at it. He 
loved it, dude. Yeah, of course Dan he did, because he's a loved... narcissist. No, no he's, he's not. not. He's a narcissist. No, he's he not. Kept, he did the voice for the judge for Jensen. Yeah, that's awesome, because he's awesome. He knows, because he knows like how much these movies mean to people yes. and how huge a, a part of their life it is. He didn't do popcorn for me. That popcorn. That's a gross point blank. Thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, did he ask him to? No. Because he would have. He would have. <laughs> he yeah. No, but okay. So all that's happening. By the way, it was, honestly, it was very cute to see everybody falling in love with this. Yeah, like, falling like, over themselves. Jensen uh, pulled out the little pin that he made for Patty LaPel to, yeah. to give yeah. to him with the judge. Judge Valkyrie. And yeah. then what? So he, we start the interview and. This never happens. Omar's in your studio yeah. watching him <laughs> listen, listen to, to his intro. intro. Yeah, I just yes. wanted to make sure he liked it. <laughs> and he loved it. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Omar's, Omar's hand was moving really fast. For yeah. Some like, like, by it, the way, it, like it some more. It, which, it, by it, the way, was a amazing intro. It was a great it. intro. It Thanks. was a great intro. Watching Props Omar you, produce it was, was just as amazing. Thanks, yeah. Man. So, you know, it was a very busy morning that, that day. So I'm just like going to work, blah, blah, blah. And I just see people fawning over him. Can I get a picture? It's Dan get... Mother effing Ackroyd, man. Oh, that's cool. What, it's when crazy. I, when I posted the uh, my picture with him on my Instagram story, so much reaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a picture with Dan Ackroyd? Yeah. That doesn't happen. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 they got a great response overall across all channels. Dude's Luke a legend. Dude yeah, is a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Dave. Yes. Who at this point we we and, and by the way, beer mug and I we're jaded. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. we were so jaded. Yeah. Half right? the celebrities that come in here yeah. couldn't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there anybody that right now would excite you to the level that Beer Mug and I were excited? You know what? Like, like I think we talked about this when I we met Connie Britton at, at the party, at the NBC <laughs> party. Yeah, which is it's weird, right? Oh my god, yeah, it's weird, right? Like, yeah. I, uh, same thing. I couldn't tell who she was. She, she passed me on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. She, she you guys like, would know, a... but for me, it's like, oh, okay, cool. It's it's always these smaller, lower celebrities that. I fawn over the big ones. I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. Marnie the dog. Oh my god, <laughs> Marnie the dog. Connie Britton. Yeah, oh, f- that's so yeah. weird. To yeah. Me. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you're right, right. Like, that's, like, that's, like, you're like to. still like right now. I, I would probably still like uh, choke up if Kristen Bell came by. Really? You know, like it's like. Uh, we have this weird history, and it's like uh, yeah, the whole I, salt I still and pepper shaker thing. By the way, I had nothing to do with that, but <laughs> but anyways, but then you know later that day, uh, right when the the show was over, Chuck the Condor came by, and I started <laughs> freaking out. I'm like, dude, it's Chuck. Go Clippers, yeah. bro. We started taking photos. He choked me a little bit. You know, uh-huh. yeah, that was cool. Jansen freaked out over it. Christine freaked out. We're like, yeah, that's so funny. It was a Banner Friday, man. It was wow. it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, was a good a, day. It was, it was great, huge. Man. It was huge. And that was. Uh, oh. Can I talk about about something that happened to me yesterday? And I, I kind of, I don't, I think you know, I, I feel a certain way, but I know I shouldn't uh, feel this way. But I don't know. I want, I want to bring it up to the room because you guys might be in the same boat that uh, I'm in. Okay. So yesterday I called off sick. Yeah. I called in like or didn't call, at four, emailed at four twenty six. Yeah. With plenty of time. So yes, um, but. Every time I call out sick, I can't help but hear Bean's stupid voice <laughs> saying, "Oh, you, you couldn't come in, blah, 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 you know, or or oh, are you in Vegas, or you know, like like like." Truth be told, yesterday I showered and I was uh, getting dressed, but I was just like, "There's no way I can make it in." But 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 I, I was gonna put you know, get dressed and everything, and I was just like, actually, when I wrote the email, I was seeing double. Oh, and uh, yeah. And I was just like, "There's no way I could go to work." So, I, and I don't even remember what I what I emailed. I, I wrote, "Sorry, you can't come in, 
Blink one eighty two needs to be edited. I think. Well, you put Blunk one something. Oh, really? Blunk one eighty two edit. Like that. That's all I said. But we kind of. So, but, but, in any other job, you call out sick, you have your sick days. Yeah. I mean, you have your sick days here. Right. But, 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 but I feel so guilty. Like, I don't want to, you know, put Beer Mug in charge of other stuff. You know well, what I mean? Did. Well, you well, did. well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> All right, real talk. Mugs, okay. you want to respond to that? Oh, what happened? Were you pissed? No, I wasn't pissed. Uh, I wasn't pissed. Really? Uh, I wasn't pissed. Oh, you was wasn't pissed, pissed, huh? <laughs> tell oh, me, okay. You can tell me the truth. Well, hold on, hold on. I hold on, hold on. Fl- wait, wait, hold on, Mugs. I, I walk into him like, hey, uh, Omar didn't do the bacon bitch at thing can you yeah i mean all the stuff that yeah. i didn't do i was gonna do i had plenty of yeah, time in the morning yeah, to yeah, do yeah mugs continue i wasn't pissed <laughs> you go well, really okay i was flustered okay because i had to be creative really really quick right and it, without really knowing that i had to be okay that's all okay Okay, that's all. Dave, all right, Dave, all right. was there? Here's, tell me, Dave. Dave's tell me. making it seem well, like no, no, no. no, no let me, let's, let's hear, let me listen, hear it. Listen, you know beer mug. Yeah, and I know beer, and I know when beer mug's really mad, and I know when he's just like he said, flustered. Right, he was flustered. Okay, but it, <laughs> he's all like, "Man, Omar dropped this on me," and, and it's all work stuff. <laughs> it's all work stuff, though. But I was like, it, "It's all right, mugs. You know, I, I don't pretend to have know what's happening." Getting mad, and, it's, knocking it, up. and it's so weird for like because I'm behind the scenes, but my job really there's so much responsibility with my job. Yeah, that it, 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 affects, it, it affects the on air. It stuff. does suck. Yeah. getting dumped on. Yeah, like you know, and I do feel for mugs for that yeah. because now we're like, go do your go be Omar, right? And it's like, well, dude, yeah, I, he's got to do his weather. To, to his point, right. his mindset for the day is. I'm just going to goof off. Do- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care. La, la, la. You know, oh, so man. now, now you know, he comes in and, you know, Muggs is Mr. I don't check my email. I don't do anything. I until, do check my until, email. Not until, while I'm driving, Dave. No, you don't ever. Not until. Hey, you, not you, until you I don't. You check I do it regularly. check my email. Regularly? Not, not, Almost. Really? Just, yeah, I just don't d- reply. Oh, okay. Oh, I do check it, though. Okay. Not on the way in, though. I, I will be honest Which is about fine. That. Which is fine. Okay. Not, yeah. Dave's yelling but, at me before. But, <laughs> you should yeah, check your email on the way in I, while you're driving. Okay. Well, no, because I emailed something at 8 hey, o'clock. Hey, this, this, this is like a good B team because we're getting, we're getting a lot of stress out of it. Yeah. This is very therapeutic. And I like how Omar's frown turned upside down now. Before Dave continues on that, Omar, I was flustered, but also at the back of my mind, I hoped everything was okay with you. Okay. I wasn't yeah, like, I wasn't this with- mother <laughs> is going to Vegas right now. Like, I wasn't. No, I don't think you believe that at no, all no, either, yeah. by the way. But I no. Like- and, I, and I understood where you were. I was trying to calm you down. Yeah. Because I, you were like, urgh. I wasn't like, urgh. I was just like, oh, crap. Yeah, because, well, we had to do an edit. You had to do an edit right away. Yeah. Then then do a yeah. the production atop of your, your, yeah. your weathers. And, you know. And then like screening and stuff. Like there's a lot going on for Muggs. Like Muggs is like we always say this about Muggs. He's a utility player. Yeah. He does it all. Like Muggs is Yeah. He fills in for everybody. Uh-huh. You know, like that and that's it's great to have Muggs. But at that moment it was like <laughs> I, I was walking in and then Beans like, you know, you know, we, we use WhatsApp and he's like, Does Muggs know about this? I texted Muggs. Muggs, yeah. where's your text? Yeah. But, and you know, you know uh, Bean, man. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like he just wants he to make sure to know. things are done. Right. Uh, also, the days that I know that you're going to be out, yeah. like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to go. I'm, I'm ready you're to go. go. Like, yeah. right. All right, now, you know. Even yeah. if it's a the day before. Yeah. So, it's, it's, day before. So, so then I should feel guilty is what you're telling no. me. No, he, you, <laughs> you, you no, put mugs in a, in a bad mood that day. <laughs> no, no, I was like, <laughs> stay away from mugs. Because I always feel like, like because I legit wrote that email 
and I went to sleep, and I didn't get up till 2 p.m. What? Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, according yeah, to Muggs, he would have rather you try to drive in and see double <laughs> crash <laughs> and then die, and then he could have a job, and then like he could always focus on that. Oh, but, I did uh, not say that. Well, we're That's glad funny. you're feeling yeah. better, and it's yeah, always yeah. Su- it always sucks when you when you're out. So, all right, well, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know how I feel because like any, I guess it's because it's not a regular job. Here's here's I my, think that's why, and it, we're part of a team, and yeah. it's a close knit team. Yeah, here's my thing though. Like, if you're not feeling well, don't yeah. like. For me, it's a, it's a way different. Yeah. If unless I'm vomiting and yeah. I can't move. Then I'm I'm coming in, and I know like I shouldn't come in because I don't want to get everyone sick. Yeah, but I kind of have a unique job where I'm kind of like the glue, and no, I know things that no one else knows. Right, and I kind of have to do that every day. So unless I'm like falling down, then I'm gonna come in, and but I'll do the minimal. Like I'll come in, and then if I as soon as the meeting's over, I'll go home yeah. and work from home and not right. affect more than you I have to. Try to get better. Don't yeah. feel guilty, Omar. All right. If you need to take off. You take off. I really didn't. But, I but really give, needed it. But give me a give me a more of a time. <laughs> no, look, it, give me more of a heads up see, next time, yeah, please. Like Thirty six hours. Oh, and this is how much I didn't know. By the way, wasn't I texting you like late that, that night? night before? Yeah, yeah. And exactly. I was fine. You I was totally me. fine. I was totally yeah. fine. And then I woke up. I'm like fever. Like seeing it was it was the weirdest thing. And my uh, uvula, the, you know, the little uh, punching bag yeah. in the back of your throat <laughs> was like was it, got, it was swollen three times where it was you know blocking my throat. Like Did I don't you know. Eat I don't something know what. Or? I have no idea. By I the still way, don't know. you guys are a bunch of pussies, man. Like I I'm never a, get this. I'm, I'm falling what, apart. What man. what what is it? Is it kids? Yeah, uh, is it, is it kids? Yeah, it, for me, honestly, I think it was a, a lack of sleep. I've been having a real hard time sleeping, and now my children they're they're on vacation. They're on vacation, so oh, they're home. So they're home. So yeah. I so I'm, I'm like I get home, spend some time with Your them. Schedule's they're, a little off. It's a little off right yeah. now. So I think that had a little something to do with it. Yeah. And like and so when I was texting you guys, it was like ten thirty at night. Yeah, which I was, which, which I was shocked by. I was I mean, wide I'm awake. up and awake. But I was I shocked had, that Chip texted back too. I had work. She's usually asleep. Yeah, I had worked at my rental and it was hot that day. And then I go home. I was showering. I was just kind of unwinding. I was having a beer when I texted you guys. And then I tried to go to sleep. Couldn't go to sleep. So I didn't end up falling asleep till about one a.m. So I think that on top of whatever the hell happened, I just I just oh, welcome to my life. Except yeah. for the working on your rental <laughs> and yeah. beer stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was it was just bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, I do want to get to some other Winnie talk. I, I want to get to the Muggos uh, stalling for Snoop talk. But I first, uh, since we're doing like the pre-show stuff, <laughs> I want to talk about any other uh, Winnie things that I need to know about because this is one of the years where I opted not to go because I wanted to spend time with my children and uh, I didn't have to work it this year. But any other kind of interesting, interesting stories behind the scenes stuff from Winnie Roast? You know what's crazy is I'm, I'm going to say something that. That might sound dickish, okay. But you made the right choice. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah honestly. It, because it was just more work, or no? Because it went so smoothly. Oh, okay. Everything was smoothly. Like, like I, I know for for you, would you rather hang out with your kids or go to a concert? Yeah, at this point in my life, you I'm gonna hang to, out with my kids exactly. just because I, and, I work so much on the yeah, weekends. Exactly. So you made the right choice. Nice. I, I ran into your lovely wife. Oh yeah. Who was having a good time yeah. at Limp Biscuit? Yeah. But the whole day, like, there was honestly, it went so well. That there was nothing uneventful. The only thing that was eventful was Snoop Dogg being late. Really? That was it. And how was how was the venue? First time doing it at this venue. Is it is it a beautiful venue? I mean, is it? I love the venue. Okay, I think all the listeners did. How's the sound? How's the sound? Sound was great. Okay. Stage mm-hmm. staging was great. Okay. Dave didn't. I I had a I had a little problem with it in the beginning because okay. when when 
it you know it it's set up and it's like the stage is looking at the the ocean which is cool stuff like that but with the the acts that were playing everything was mellow and and like I'm walking around with Kevin we're taking pictures and stuff like there's people with lawn chairs and with their kids and and like it was like a it was a cool beach party okay to me that didn't feel like a weenie roast oh really you know what I mean like interesting like it didn't feel like a weenie roast it didn't feel K rock it was like. Like uh, it was chill vibes and mm, stuff like that. That sounds and, awesome. Yeah, it, like I said, <laughs> it, really it, it was cool. It was, yeah. yeah it was but just not when, Weenie Rose vibe for you. It, exactly. When Silver Sun started playing, mm-hmm. that was Weenie Rose. Like, okay. yes, like some some loud music and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, uh, well, I didn't see X Ambassadors, so I don't know when that that vibe was right. happening. But then, you know, Limp Bizkit after the Lumineers. Lumineers, by the way, had the like. I, I couldn't believe how they brought everyone in and sing. It was like a they freaking have, they campfire. Have, they have, have sing-along jams, man. Yeah, for sing-along sure. campfire. We were backstage yeah. waiting to announce Limp Bizkit. Yeah. And then once Limp Bizkit, it was a weenie roast. You yeah. know, and then 311, like that was weenie roast. You right. Know, like, that was like like some aggression and fun and everyone going crazy, going Yeah, it nuts, was a weird lineup this year. You know? so, so I think, yeah. Yeah, so uh, overall, I think it went so smooth that it was – it was good, That's you awesome. know. Like That's so, cool. there was that. But then the only thing that that was was muggos. I got a really gnarly coconut bra sunburn. Oh, really? Okay. Well. <laughs> Come on now, take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody, grab your Vaseline. The B team, yeah. The B team, the B team. Oh, that's right. The B team, baby. Yeah. Ooh, that's that was right. a good one. This Woo. is the B team. This is episode seventy-three. If you're counting, my name is DJ Omar Khan, imaging director of the Kevin and Bean Show. Alongside me, we have Dave, the King hey. of Mexico, producer of the show, and we also have Muggos. Muggos, I get flustered when I have to fill in for Omar last minute. Oh man, <laughs> this 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 episode, man, it's like a roller coaster of emotion. It I is. was all pissed at the Dude. beginning, and now I'm all happy. This is like therapy. Man. I swear to God, man. Um, but yeah, so this episode we're gonna have a. Uh, I have an on and pooping story, so that's yeah. We're gonna have a minute with mugs. We're gonna talk about him having a stall for Snoop Dogg, which was amazing. Uh, we're gonna t- we're gonna have best of Bean, and uh, we're gonna have uh, as a bonus track. We're gonna drop the uh, Muggos Old Town Road yeah. remix, which is <laughs> not getting enough love on the air. By I the way, agree. Yeah. I, I agree. Again, one today, spin. I know. Uh, today I, I hit up Bean. I'm like. Yo, how about a little Muggos? I don't know what this is called though. What is it? What's the actual song called? It's Old Town Road. It's Old Town Road. Cause I, I'm and calling you Muggos Nas X. I don't, I don't know what to call you. I don't know. I was like, uh, cause you know, it's like it's Muggos. It's Muggos the Old Town Road remix, remix right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I was like, dude, can we get that in? It's it's a minute thirty. Like, by the way, why? The, the, in, in the last years, they let go stuff. Like they drop it like like the like super fast. You know what we Quick you know what we need to do, mugs and this sorry B teamers or sorry B holes. Uh, we're gonna do some workshopping here. Mm-hmm. You got to start calling the Afro line and okay. be like and like be like, oh, this is beer mug or no, not beer mug. <laughs> uh, no, I really step. like that. I really like that mugs track. Why don't you play <laughs> right. it? Omar's so hot. And then yeah. and then uh, you know, <laughs> cool. 
then Omar will include it, and then they'll have to play it. Because yeah, you know, Omar, they, they just let things go just by, by the wayside it's too fast now. Dude, I, I said, hey, how about a, a mini segment? Just be like, yo, guys, this is still thing, and then boom, play it. Yeah, nope. and it was great. It was great. It was great. God, I'm so couldn't have done it without you, Omar. No, for sure. It was, it, it, it was awesome. Yeah, maybe we could talk, mean, before we play the track, we can, we're going to have to talk about <laughs> but that's how many, at the end. how many, how many times, yeah. like you know, what the we, what we had, yeah, the creative process because there was quite a creative process on this there one. Was. It was, you know, what I mean, so and it was a good group effort, and by the way i think it was well worth it i yeah. also got flustered in the, that creative process yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh he was all pissed at us he remember? was pissed at me like, yeah, yeah, yeah he yelled at me we'll get to that yeah, yeah. yeah uh first i want to um go into some shout outs out <laughs> um so uh i want to wish a happy birthday shout out to roberta connors in wakeshka how do you say that? Waukesha? What the hell? Waukesha, uh, Wisconsin. Waukesha? Waukesha. Okay, Waukesha, Waukesha, Waukesha. Her birthday was uh, May 17th, and I had this in, a, in one of my email folders, and I just never got to it. So shout out to you, and a uh, special shout out to Javier yes. Varela. because Javier, man. Yeah. Why? Who? He uh, Venmoed me 20 bucks and Muggs 20 and, bucks. And, yes. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right now, no oh, shout out. Edit that out. <laughs> Javier, yeah. dude. He, yeah. Thank you, because I bought- Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I wait, bought, hold on. <laughs> Let me check Venmo, actually. Oh, yeah. Me. Uh, yeah, he he was responsible yeah. for my halal guy's uh, chicken one night. So nice. And his birthday was on June 6th. So, oh, uh, you know what, dude? He did, baby. He yeah, did. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, dude, he's the man. 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks, Six, dude. Yeah. 40, wait, no, 60, 60 bucks. 60 bucks, man. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, Yeah, That's insane. So happy birthday. Your yeah. birthday oh, was on that. June 6th. I got Venmo, 20 bucks. <laughs> nice. So I love that. So uh, thank, thank you for that. So, so shout out to you. Uh, I got two bucks from Mariela Zamora because uh, we played Lechona on the party machine. Yeah. Oh, why does... Oh, Muggs, that was you. I know. But I, it's okay. You, you can are. spread the wealth. Hey. Share the you wealth. try to take my two bucks away, dude? <laughs> How dare I you, sir? I want my two dollars. Uh, I got 10 cents from Manuel Guzman, and uh, that was for like the Zero Club campaign. Uh, that didn't work out so well. By the way, man, that was funny. I I, I thought you got robbed. Uh, yeah, I man. think you got the popular vote, but stupid Kevin got the <laughs> got the electro college. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, shout out to Jose Miriles. He gave me five cents. He wanted me to have some weird ass standing by uh, on deck for Bean's last party train. He says. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Eric Estrado. He uh, gave me a dollar to clear, uh, clear the Afro line. Eric's the man. <laughs> uh, Frank Roman uh, gave me a buck, and he says, this is for uh, future B-team shirts, and he nice. wants that to happen. So, yeah, we're going to have to do something about that. We, we You know, I, I feel want- like the B-team is a show filled with empty promises. Yes. <laughs> yeah, how's our how's our, our show on the road? Oh, the, yeah, the, the, the live show. The, the speakeasy. Oh, we're, we're doing so, so Dude, good. We're uh, only, uh, the person, my contact, got, got uh, she, she quit that job, and she's somewhere else now. So it, I don't have a contact at the speakeasy place oh, anymore. Oh, that know? was a cool idea. Yeah. Look, you guys missed out another, on that we one. We can always find another venue. Yeah. Not yeah, a problem. Yeah, yeah. But now we're, we're, we're only 27 away from a 100. Guys, oh, that's right. So we should keep it 100. So we'll do it. We'll do it for the hundredth episode. You we think? Should. And that'll be the farewell. Uh, I think episode, that'd be good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Uh, and then uh, Jesus Villegas gave me 69 cents. He nice. says uh, for playing more old psycho mic bits, which are always great. Which always always great. So this is going to lead me to. Uh, before oh, you, oh, you have before, one. Oh, I have one totally. more. I have yeah. one more. Uh, Jonathan Ruiz sent me five dollars. Nice. for um, Muggos dope ass beats. Oh, and cool. having a nice ass. 
Oh. So thank you, Jonathan. You've been working out, Mike. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, shout out to Kaylee who came to the- Kaylee. Yeah. Who, the yes. one who, who alerted us to the oh, podcast. Yes. Isn't it her birthday soon or something? It was her birthday. Yeah. It's her birthday sometime. Say also, happy birthday. Also yeah. shout out to Kaylee for uh, giving me like- Almost an eighth of weed and a sweet ass joint at the Hollywood Park Casino. No, oh, wow. Must Black sing happy Jack birthday tournament. to her. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Happy birthday to you. Standing on! You see uh, what a bag of weed and a joint will get that you? Was, that was very weird. I know. Like a Muppet. I loved it. I loved it. It was very weird, though. Very weird. Was, very weird. It was weird. Okay, yeah. but I loved it. Uh, okay, so uh, I, I am going to um, hook that dude up, Jesus, uh, for his uh, Psycho Mike uh, uh, request. Yes. So uh, remember, this is a weird thing about Psycho Mike, and, and you guys, you guys know Mike a little bit better than I do, I think. I think you know him. What's his, Dave knows him. Best. Dave knows him best. Yeah. Sure. What's his obsession <laughs> with American Psycho? Um, what's that dude's name? Uh, Kristen Bell. N- yeah. No. The, his character. The character. Oh, uh, sh- I don't know. Oh my God. Come on, Muggs. You could do it. It's uh, something. Uh, uh, Patrick Bateman. Yes. Okay. He's fascinated with him because he's so clean and he's crazy. Okay. And then he just murders people. So yeah. it's very, very much a perfectionist in the movie too, yes. right? In, yes. in the book. Yeah. So and a narcissist. Narcissist. A narcissist. Well, yeah. there you go. There you go. Yeah. 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 So, so oh, I, once upon a time, American Psycho, the musical was going to happen, and Psycho Mike was uh, able to fashion some uh, little. I don't know. <laughs> he did. He did like little little songs for uh, for uh, for the musical. Yeah, but I don't know I, how to how to set this up. Uh, you know what? We're just gonna drop this in, and hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> the, the bit speak for itself because I don't know how to set this up properly. Yeah. So we're just gonna drop this in. Drop in. Mm, drop. Our friend Psycho Mike is in the studio, and we worry about Mike. Mike troubles us. Mike's mm-hmm. going to be the guy when he does finally snap and kill a bunch of people. They're going to come to us, and we're not going to be able to say we never saw it coming. He was so quiet and unassuming and never mentioned his love for serial killers because he loves serial killers. Right. We're going to say we were surprised it took this long. How many times have you seen the movie, and how many times have you read the book, American Psycho? I've read the book uh, easily 15 times cover to cover, and I've watched the movie, may, honestly, no exaggeration, well over 200 times. Ugh. Now, for people who haven't heard of American Psycho, can you summarize what it's about? Yeah, I mean, it was an okay book, a little self-indulgent, but Mary Heron took this and made it into a really condensed, great movie about a guy in the 80s who was obsessive about his appearance and his wealth and finance and his, his status in society, so much so that he lost sight of everything else as it related to his actual human interaction to the point where he— uh, started um murdering people killing people <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was so, his ego was so fragile that if you even uh had a better business card say than he did he would kill you <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't uh you say he lost his humanity you're so right in the movie he kills as easily as he buys a sandwich i mean it right. means nothing to him it's just something else that he does with his day there's never any hint of remorse and it's extremely violent but it's also at least the movie extremely funny too yeah yeah but does it, it really tells you something about a guy's psyche who's seen it as many times as mike <laughs> yeah I it's saw, so dark and twisted it I is saw, the world's it is darkest dark, comedy it is dark yeah. it's twisted i i saw it twice and i still remember most of it and that's for me i you know <laughs> right. I forget everything it but it's now it's a memorable movie 
the movie starred Christian Bale, who obviously is a great actor, and it's a phenomenal performance. Reese Witherspoon is in it as his fiance. Jared Leto is one of his victims. I mean, it's got a pretty good cast, and it's a pretty good movie. But the reason we bring it up today, years after the film, is that now they're turning it into a Broadway musical. I guess they, you know, they saw Sweeney Todd and some of these others that have been turned into musicals that have been successful, and they said, "Hey, it's dark, but there's a way to write this where it'll also be entertaining for theater goes, and it's coming to Broadway this year." That seems unlikely. It seems crazy, but. Now that I think about it, you know, uh, when you guys brought this up uh, last week when we heard about this story, it would make for a great play because the it's so fantastic. I mean, it's so out there and extreme and surreal, the the things that he does right. and his behavior, that it might make for a great, you know, spectacle on stage. Well, Sweeney Todd has certainly been a very popular musical. Yeah, very popular. Stage. And that's about a guy who kills and eats people, yeah. right? All right. Well, okay. <laughs> so we asked uh, we a- we asked around a little bit, and we were able to get our hands on some preview clips of the Broadway musical. And I have not heard this yet, but I understand that this is a little bit of a taste of oh. what's uh, of what uh, American Psycho is going to be like on stage. I must exfoliate my skin so dry and use a nighttime cream. My honey almond body wash is almost used up. I'll have to stop by Saks on my way home from work. It's not very, uh, seems boring. Seems a little boring to me. Yeah, yeah it's just him talking about his appearance, I guess. I, I think right. that encapsulates well, got... much, of the, much of the story, does it? Well, you have that's... to you have to introduce the characters, though. Okay, Maybe that's where yeah. we are. In the so play. That, okay. so right. he, he cares too much about, about his appearance, his right, right, I guess. Right. So, okay, all right. Here's the next one. Oh my goodness, I'm so handsome, muscular, and lean. <laughs> and did I mention rich? You stupid bitch, you're the dumbest bitch I've ever seen. Sounds like he's turning on us yeah, a little bit there. Exactly. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That that clip was a little better. <laughs> you yes. think so? Yeah, yeah. I think no. so. And here's the last one that we have. Five hookers' carcasses rotting inside Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> Within a bathtub that I filled with lye. Wow. Five hookers' carcasses rotting inside Hell's Kitchen. I killed them to make me feel better inside. <laughs> With chainsaws and hammers and ice picks, I killed them. Those dirty bitches, they deserve to die. Wow. I'm in. That's a catchy uh, tune. That seems, <laughs> I like it. That seems a little dark for Broadway, but okay. That's the great Mike Catherwood right there, where you could catch him on his um, High and Dry podcast now, right? With Jason yeah, Ellis. With Jason Ellis. Ellis. Yeah. So you can find that wherever you uh, yeah. find your podcast. And, and then uh, he's on Control like, also, I believe. What's that? Control yeah, Forever? I- yeah, yeah, it's control. It's a uh, it's the a network, right? Yeah, but he he does a podcast with J- his buddy Jaso and a couple other dudes. Okay, yeah, they release that every Friday. So, oh, cool. So you can find him on on there. And I miss now, Mike. I miss him. I do too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Uh, I, I have an on and pooping story, guys. Yeah, yeah. What's up with the poo? It's in the news. What's up with the poo? It's in the news. What's up with poo? Come on and gather round. I'm taking you to Brown Town. It's time we all found out what's on and poop in. 
Uh, thank you to Behold Brian Bowen. He was the one that sent me this story. And this actually, this story is 11 years old and it comes out of Australia. But, Australia! Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, re- it just resurfaced because this uh, podcast found the story and they found it funny that uh, it hasn't, like, there's the, they just kind of let the, the pooper kind of like go unpunished. And here are the details of the story. The headline is 11 years later, no one knows who pooped in this woman's gelato. Oh. <laughs> so, one day, again, this is 11 years ago, uh Stefan and Jessica White. Jack Stefan. <laughs> Jack Stefanovich and their three sons went to Coogie Bay Hotel. Um once again, this what? is uh this is in Australia, okay? So they went to the Cookie Bay Hotel oh, to I watch love the Cookie Bay Hotel to, <laughs> to wow. watch to watch the lug, the rugby league grand final with some friends. And at some point, or more than one point, the Whites complained to the staff about the food. The Whites did. The Whites did. Yes, <laughs> they also complained about the restaurant staff, and they also complained about the price of gelato. One bowl was about nineteen dollars. Wait, they, wait, wait! Nineteen dollars for a bowl of gelato. That's what it says here. <clears throat> And they also complained about the crowd and about the fact that they couldn't see or hear the game that they went to watch. Okay, so they were complaining like crazy, and at some point, the hotel wanted to make good, so they sent a complimentary bowl of that pricey gelato to appease them. Uh, At the bottom, there appeared to be some chocolate ice cream. (laughs) Greedily, one of the uh, adults went ahead of the kids, and they say, the stench, the taste. (laughs) I spat the food into the napkin immediately. I was sick. White claimed that she had taken a giant bite of human excrement. Whoa! Which caused one of her sons to yell, you made mom eat poo! (laughs) So can you imagine... If that happens, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. How did the poo end up in the bowl? How do you think? Don't tell me it was like. I would think like if like you're a road in, trip moment, like where Horatio Sands is in the back rubbing and uh, pooing and stuff. I, I, I'm thinking that these people were super uh, rude, rude to a waiter or waitress. We came here to watch the game. Why can't we watch the goddamn game? And somebody took a deuce, and they're all like, "Hey, here we're going to surprise so they, poop you." So they sent over a bowl of gelato to a who's them <laughs> you see <laughs> so yeah, can so, we file this <laughs> so the hotel so so afterwards the whites complained to the hotel and how much do you think the uh, hotel offered them to you know just kind of like go on their way and we'll be okay after the poo after the poo after she uh, took a bite of the poo how much how much do you think a hundred dollars no, no. Uh, I'm gonna say. Let's see. It's telling them to pretty much like, like, hey, you off. know, yeah. It's like, hey, we're gonna give you this amount of money. Throw money at it to fix yeah, problem. Exactly. I'm gonna say like twenty bucks. <laughs> so, oh well, they offered them uh, five thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Wow. And they, they so did, someone gave them some poop. And they so 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 <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, so they declined, and the hotel like, accused them of extortion. <gasps> oh, okay? so they said they said. You put the poo in the bowl. Yep, that's uh, what that's what that, that's what they were thinking. Oh. Is that, yeah. yeah, so they they thought, oh yeah, you came in with your little bag of poo and you put it in there. You took a bite out of it with the intention of trying to extort the hotel for money, uh, right? Wait, what did the hotel say, Mugs? I. We didn't put that poo in your bowl. You did, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so the Whites argued with the Coogie Bay manager. They took a sample of the tainted dessert and went straight to the police. The New South Wales Food Authority tested it. 
whatever White allegedly took from the bowl, and it was confirming, yes, it was human feces. The analysis also proved that it was from a female, by the way. How do they know it? What? Listen, after three laboratory analysis, inspections of the closed circuit TV footage, interviews with all the people that were involved in the complaint, there is still no definitive proof of whom or where the fecal matter came from. There is no definitive poof. <laughs> wow. Uh, You're pretty good at these puns, though, by the way. <laughs> by the way, yeah. like, are you kidding me? From poop, can't you really decipher who is, whose poop this is? Yeah, because it's your DNA. Right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? I think. Like, couldn't you take sample DNAs from everybody who's working there and actually come, come up with an answer? Yeah. That's what I would think. So, Mrs. White, Jessica, who was the poop eater... <laughs> was uh, really ticked off because she says she was dragging along an unwanted reputation through southeastern Australia, which, by the way, I don't get this. She says, everywhere I go, I was known as the woman who ate poo. Oh, there goes the woman who ate that poo, mate. She says, it happens when I'm shopping, when I'm walking down the street, or when I'm on the sideline watching my son's little athletics on Saturday morning. So the whites actually took him to court and the hotel agreed to a settlement of, what do you guys think? Uh, okay, so this is after the five thousand. This is after the five thousand. They went to court and then they they settled out of court for what kind of uh, money? Do you think here one thousand dollars? Is this a five star hotel? Over oh, there? I don't have any more information. Cookie Bay, come on, one thousand fifty thousand dollars. It was between fifty thousand and a hundred thousand. Oh, what? Yeah, that's what they ended up getting. Let's go. Let's go poop and yeah. Let's, let's go, go to poop, poop and food. Isn't that crazy? So you get fifty thousand dollars just for you know eating you know, a little chunk of poop. You know that reminds me. But of then those... the white the white person died. <laughs> that <laughs> no. reminds me of all those stories um, of like remember the finger in the chili at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. You know, come on, really. The hotel released a statement acknowledging that the whites were not responsible for the poop. Oh yeah, really? So they yeah, found plot twist. Out. Yeah. So they found something else. So they, I think I think there was like you know further proof, and uh, I don't know if it was. It might have been like a my manager maybe pooping in the in the gelato. Would you say? But, would you say the hotel now has a stain on their reputation? Yes, yes, I would. What's <laughs> on it? Poop in. Ah. But that's a good story, right? That was funny. That was crazy. Crazy ass story. Mugs with the accents and the yeah, uh, Oh my God. It was yeah. amazing. Uh, so now I want to get into a minute with Mugs, and we're yeah. going to hear more about him stalling for Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Minute, minute, minute with Mugs. Our friend Beer Mug can use some hair plugs. Minute, minute, minute with Mugs. Our friend Beer Mug. Does a lot of drugs. Minute, minute, minute with mugs. Our friend Beer Mug, man, he really bugs. <laughs> That's why we gave him only one freaking minute. Cause if he really sucks, we'll yell, yo, man, beat it. God damn it! One minute, one minute with mugs. One minute, one minute with mugs. Why you call yourself Beer Mug then? That means you are always on the, like a little baby boy. Beer, I need a beer. Oh, beer mug. Where's my mug? Where's my beer? All right, so... uh, That's a good intro. Yeah, thanks, Uh, man. Thanks. Uh, So once upon a time, this past Saturday at K-Rock's Weenie (laughs) Rosa and Lou Allen Beach Party, Snoop Dogg was supposed to perform at a certain time, and of course, Snoop was... uh, 
unavailable. Tell me more about what happened, what transpired before and after. And uh, well, we'll drop in the audio of you stalling because I want people to hear this because it's amazing. But tell me what happened from your perspective and backstage. It was wild. Uh, so every weenie roast, usually uh, Omar and myself will have like editing duties for for <clears throat> duties. For <laughs> interviews, <laughs> that was the last thing. That was a, yeah. for interviews or songs or performances. So I had four interview editing uh, duties for Kevin and Bean. Uh, so I I finished up. That was about. Uh, it seems like a lot more information than we need. On, mugs. Hold on. <laughs> okay. So, essentially, he was done working. Yes. Thank you. you could have just wrapped Thank that up. You know. Yeah. I was like, well, you and, know. And me. so you know, when Beer Mug's done working, okay. you know what happens. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know what happens. It's oh. on. It, and by the way, rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you it's a party. It. Absolutely. Yeah. You, know, you you did your your, your duties, right? A little. <laughs> there, you a little. there you go. There you go. So, Nothing wrong with that. I was feeling good. Okay. Hanging out backstage in my coconut bra and my hula skirt. Yes. He's sure. wearing a hula skirt. Amazing we look. did the Amazing on stage look. for um, X Ambassadors. Get up. Um, we're done. I'm done for the day, right? I see DJ Jeremiah Red. We're scrambling, like running around, walking up to a guy by the name of Rod, who was the guitar player who perform- right. who opened up the show with Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And he, Jeremy, yells at Rod and says, "Dude, we need to get your stuff. We need we need to go. We need to go up." And I'm like witnessing all this, and they're scrambling. And then Jeremy and Rod go, "Mugs, come up, come up with us and dance with us or something. Do something." <laughs> really? I'm like, I'm like oh, oh, "Okay, I mean." So yeah. it was just their idea to pull you up? So, yeah, that's funny. So they grabbed me, and uh, I think it was uh, the uh, the Regrets were on. It was the Revivalists who okay. were on before, yeah. before Snoop. And they're playing, and so now they have Snoop set up behind the stage because it's the rotating stage. If you've ever been to Weenie Roast, you know. So they have Snoop set up, Damn. and now they're trying <laughs> to hook up Jeremy's, all his sound into what Snoop's sound is ready to go in. And the stage crew can't figure it out. They have the wrong cables. They have the wrong cords. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, Jeremy can't hear audio in his headphones, in the monitor, nothing. Rod can't hear anything from his guitar. And I'm sitting there. Just, now, how much dead time has is happening right now? This is after the revivalists, you know, stopped down. Okay, so, so they haven't turned the stage yet. No. Okay, so, it's, this so, so about, the revivalists this, have walked off stage. Yes. This, and they're just pumping house music this, in. Yes, and this is about 10 minutes of dead time now. Wow. So before that 10 minutes of dead time, I'm going to uh, Mike Salas and Kevin Secchi in K-Rock Promotions. I'm like, yo, what do I say? Yeah, and then, by the way, in Weenie Roast, 10 minutes is huge time because most of the smaller bands get about maybe 20 to 25 minutes yeah, set, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So right before the revivalists end, like they're in their last song. I'm talking to Mike and Kevin from promotions. Like, what do I say? Do I say, hey, Snoop's running late. He'll be out in a minute. And Kevin's like, don't even say, don't even mention Snoop. So right now, they don't even know if Snoop's on his way. They don't even they know if no Snoop idea. is on the way. They have okay. no confirmation of this. So <laughs> crazy he's to me. telling me, don't even mention Snoop. Just okay. go out there and stall. Okay. I'm like, all right. So the revivalists. Are- By the way, one of the first things you do is mention Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> the revivalists are playing. Hold on, hold on. The revivalists are playing, and then, and that's where I hear uh, the lead singer go, "Thank you, Weenie Rose. Next up, Snoop Dogg." I'm like, whip, whip. God. So then I'm like, Did you get flustered? Yeah, dude, I got flustered. So now <laughs> I'm pacing. Yeah, I'm pacing backstage in a in a coconut bikini and a hula skirt. <laughs> then. We get word, and this is as they're trying to figure out all the audio issues. Mm-hmm. We get word, okay, Snoop's 10 minutes out. He'll be here in 10 minutes. Okay. Great. Now I know he's going to be here. Okay. Now Got I it. can say. 
So now the issue is getting the audio to work. And okay. that felt like an eternity. This is where the downtime is. Right. They're playing house music. The stage isn't turning. <laughs> the crowd now, the Weenie Rose crowd, is now like the full 12,000 people that are there. The, the, the venue is packed in yeah. now. Yeah. So I'm like, holy crap. So they finally get the audio to work. Right. And the stage manager is like, wait for me to turn the stage. I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to wait for you to turn the stage because they're thinking it's Snoop Dogg. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, good, so, good call. So, no, yeah, so this yeah, is where, sure. like, because then the stage turns and it's, it's like, so you kind of got to, like, fight the man on that one yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. and kind of improv. So he's like, no, just wait. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, I cannot wait. I, I got to go out there right yeah, now. Yeah. So literally, he cues the stage. I'm like, so I run out there. Right. I'm running out and I'm like, what's up, you guys? Well, here's what happened. Okay, let's drop this in. Drop it. Winnie Rose, we having a good time right now? I know I'm having a good time just by uh, my wardrobe that I'm wearing. My name is Beer Mug from the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. I just got a call on the 420 phone telling me that Snoop needs to smoke one more blunt before he comes out here. One more blunt. It's all it will take him. So until that happens, I got two guys that are going to get you in the dancing mood. It's K-Rock's own DJ Jeremiah Red and on an electric guitar, Mr. Rod Castro. Let's start dancing, Weedy Roast. Yeah. Today's going to be a good day, Weedy Roast. wearing this outfit have such great dance moves. I love you, Weenie Rose. K-Rock, thank you to all the K-Rock listeners that listen to our radio station for coming out and supporting this. This is the first time we've done it at Doheny Beach, and I have a feeling it's not going to be the last, so thank you guys. Oh, smoke them if you got them, Weenie Rose! West Coast shit, my grip is to yank they arm and pose like I would do them all. Now I'm saying thank you because they tell me How many of you can play the guitar like that? I only know power chords. Rock that reach rock! Weenie Rose! How's everybody feeling right now, honestly? Hold up your drinks if you're drinking. Hold up your smoke if you're smoking. I love you, Weenie Roast. Sing it if you know it, y'all. Smoke weed every day. Hey, hey. We need house music. House music. 
house music. <clears throat> oh, and then so so then so then, um, how do they bring up uh, Snoop Dogg, or how do you get like you know word that you know okay you know we're all good? So we uh, you finally see Snoop's uh, technical guy come up uh, and start setting up over Jeremy's stuff. Oh, okay. And he's like. Talk about flustered. Yeah. He's like coming up, plugging stuff in. So you kind of have the idea, all right, Snoop's ready to go now. Oh, okay. So, and we knew 10 minutes, right? We knew yeah. he was 10 minutes out. So Jeremy had 10 minutes of music. Rod's playing the guitar. You kind of have a sense, okay, this is it. And then we see the stage manager come up and says, all right, he, he kind of tells Jeremy Snoop's ready. Because I'm in between me talking on the mic, I'm talking to the stage manager, okay. talking to Jeremy, kind of get an idea of what's going on. So we finally get the word. And then we exit the stage. <clears throat> and I see Snoop and his entire entourage just standing there waiting. And Snoop man, makes eye contact with me, dude. Then he just like shake his head home. Oh, just like this motherfucker. <laughs> well, you and, did a good job, Muggs. And well, thank like, you. Like I, I would, I would not be able to do that. I would. You know, I, I'd be like hell no. Nah. I didn't think that I would ever be doing that. Yeah. Uh, it was it was wild. I'll never forget that. It, it, and I could also say that I opened for Snoop Dogg at Weenie Roast. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking on the microphone before Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I'll give you that much credit. Listen, my favorite part was uh, when you said, uh, put up your beers if you're drinking. Put up your smoke if you're, you're smoking. smoking. That, yeah. was that, that was good. That was funny. That made me laugh. Yeah, I was trying to get his attention. Like, too, oh, like, yeah. I just wanted pictures. I, 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 finally, finally, really? I wanted pictures. I'm like jumping up and down. Yeah, like, bugs, at bugs. the end of it, like right before I left the stage, I finally see... I I see Dave and Christine and Kevin uh, in the photo pit. They're like mugs, and I'm like, I start doing like the yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah, I was shake. like, I, I, I want, I just want a picture like, of you, something. like yeah, with the great, Rose in the background. It was, it was awesome. Well, good job, Mugs. Yeah, thank you. Hey, you know how I was uh, telling you guys that we're gonna have some afro. Uh, we're not gonna have some afro. Oh, <laughs> no fro, as you said. Come no, on, so man. No as Omar says, no fro. No fro for this one uh, because. Uh, we're, it was kind of like a, a weird thing, like you know, Stryker and Klein started doing a more involved, uh, kind of like you know, think about, about a morning show in the afternoons. Yeah. So now they need the studio uh, in particular to kind of prep for that show. Mm-hmm. So kind of like we're kind of limited on studio time now, but we're still going to do uh, the best of beans. So we're going to do that next. Bean. All right. So what of Bean's last jobs? Uh, he was leaving before his- this one. Yeah, it was way before this one. But um, he was his, his last shift. So he, I guess back in the day, people used to do this where they would interview themselves but answer with songs. Yeah, it was a weird thing. So he put together his own version of it. He interviews himself. He interviews Bean Baxter about leaving. So this is just a clip of that. So this is the best of Bean. We're just going to drop this in. Drop it. Mm, drop! I'm a big fan of uh, the work of the late uh, Dickie Goodman. You may not uh, know the name, but he invented the, uh, the what they called the break-in record. Starting in 1959, he did a very popular song about flying saucers when that was all the rage in America. And then he went on and had a long career of 20 years or something like that. He did songs about the energy crisis and about Batman and about uh, you know Christmas and whatever was hot. Star Wars, whatever was hot, he would do a song about it. And I guess, uh, Rob, would you agree, is probably Dickie Goodman's best-known song is Mr. Jaws, right? It was a phenomenon. It was a top ten hit, and it wasn't really even a song. It was just a guy talking to music clips. In mm-hmm. what year? What, what year was this? 1970. Well, what year was Jaws? 74? 74. Yeah, so that's when it came out, and it was, as Rob mentioned, a big, big hit. And here's a little bit of what it sounded like. So this is Dickie Goodman, and then he asks a question, then he takes a current hit at the time and edits it in the answer. And it sounds a little cheesy now, but remember, there, there wasn't like a YouTube and places like that. This was kind of cutting edge at the time. So here's what Mr. Jaws sounded like. We are here on the beach where a giant shark has just eaten a girl swimmer. 
Well, Mr. Jaws, how was it? Darn, oh my! And what did she say when you grabbed her? Please, Mr. Please. So every single answer <laughs> is a snippet from a, a top 40 song of the, of the era. I know sharks are stupid, but what did you think when you took that first bite? How sweet it is. Mr. Jaws, before you swim out to sea, have you anything else to say? The local sheriff, Sheriff okay. Brody. So that's the shark will be it. back for lunch. So that's uh, well, that's Mr. Jaws. How dare you interrupt Dickie Goodman? Come on, the Dickie shark's going to be back for lunch. We have Ty Bean, Sheriff Brody. How do you feel about that shark? <laughs> All right, we can play a little more if you want it. Yes. What do you intend to do? <laughs> Just arriving is oceanographer Matt Hooper. Oh, good, sir. If someone is attacked by a shark, what should they do? We are going aboard the fishing boat of Captain Quint. Captain, will you be able to catch this giant shark? Thank you, Captain. Captain, Captain, Captain. When you catch one of these sharks, what do you feel like? Like a rhinestone cowboy. We've just sighted the shark again. He's coming straight for us. Captain Quint is shouting something at him. Jaws, the captain says he's going to catch you. What do you think of that? Uh-oh, here he comes again. Uh-oh, here he comes again. The shark is coming right for us. <laughs> They've hit him. Mr. Jaws, why doesn't anything seem to hurt you? He's coming right onto the boat. Mr. Jaws, why are you grabbing my hand? Wouldn't you give your <laughs> no, wait, Mr. Jaws, that's not the way this record is supposed to end. Help! Help! Right? Oh. Nice. Now that I, uh, now that I hear it, Dickie. now that I hear it again and hear all the songs, it must have been 75 when that came out. So Dickie Goodman goes on, does a bunch more songs like that, and then uh, tragically commits suicide in 1989. So that's how his story ends. Okay, <laughs> so. You need that, man. <laughs> I'm just Come on, man. How about leaving that part out? We're trying to have fun here. <laughs> that was Beans. <laughs> fun fact. That was Honestly. <laughs> For God's sake. Really was Tell so, us how he did it. Now, the so, reason all this is being brought up. No, we're out of time. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> juice. We don't get off till 10. We have a long time. So Bean was leaving a radio station, W-O-H-N, mm-hmm. and Bean made his own version of this song. No. Yes, he yes. did. No. Allie, he made a Dickie Goodman-esque tribute song to himself. No. Yes. And the fact that <laughs> he was himself. leaving the radio station. And about himself. Right. Uh-huh. As someone else. Bean, when this, was this? This was 1980. Um, <laughs> and uh, Bean, once was, again, on the cutting edge of pop culture, started I was, to go after Dickie Goodman and do a parody of a parody. I was leaving WHN, which uh, it was with Herndon, Virginia. It was a 1,000-watt AM daytime radio station. And what shift did you work? Uh, I don't remember, okay. to tell you the truth. Some daytime shift. So mm-hmm. anyway, so I'm leaving, and I think I was getting a job in Washington, D.C. at the time. So I was leaving the wow. little suburban D.C. station to go up to Washington, D.C. And I don't know why. I have no memory of actually putting this together. We just happen to still have the tape. <laughs> oh. And it, somehow it came up yesterday, and we, we realized Allie had never heard it, and we Mm-mm. thought it has been a long time since we played it, so maybe some of our other listeners would enjoy it. But I honestly don't remember making it. Mm. But I, I bet I you can't, don't. I can't say I'm proud of it, what I hear today. <laughs> this... 
is Bean, and this is the best thing you'll ever hear. Today we're interviewing WOHN announcer Gene Baxter, who in a surprise press conference Friday afternoon announced his plans to leave the radio station. Excuse me, Mr. Baxter. Just keep talking, Mama. I like it <laughs> Sir, why did you decide to leave WOHN? Know that it's time for a cool change. All right, can you stop for one second? I, I will say, if I can compliment myself, though. Sir... I was able to Please capture do. the dynamic energy of Dickie Goodman with the what? interview style. And why are you doing that voice? Sir, why did know. you decide to leave the station? Sir, he says to himself. Bean Baxter is leaving the radio station. Tell me, tell me, Mr. Baxter, how did he feel when you told him that? I can't imagine. I can't imagine why. Why are you doing a cartoon turtle? Why would I have ever heard that go nailed it? Yes, and then what happened when you said that? When that was and how long have you been working with the radio station? Longer than there have been fishes in the ocean. I see. Well, what did the management have to say when you told them you wanted to leave? Stay for just a while. I see. I see. I see. I see. So tell me, when, when, did, when did that happen? <laughs> You should have got into acting. You really can emote. Right? <laughs> Anything else? It's my favorite part. I, I'm out of interstitial dialogue. I have another clip, but I don't have I a question. I don't really quite how to shoehorn this in here, so I'll just say, anything else? Anything else? Guess you're leaving was meant to be. And what did you reply to that? We're really out of time. Hey, hey, hey. We got to go. We got to go. the magic. Busy show. Let it breathe. talk over this. Let it work. Let it breathe. Let it do its work, Bean. Well, Mr. Baxter, do you think this will be a good move for your career? I seem to recall that you worked at the radio station before. Why did you leave then? I seem to recall that you used to work here before. What happened with that? Why'd you leave? Why'd you come back? <laughs> okay, then why did you come back? It's a very confusing timeline. Hey, it's a very confusing timeline for the left. listeners, though. Hey, <laughs> bad man, so stop talking. So you used to be here, then you left. Then why did you come back, and then why did you go again? <laughs> Can you give us a hint, sir, as to what you'll be doing now? How about just what kind of job will you be after? Uh, how, about, just, how about just that? How about just, how about just one more clip that doesn't really fit in? <laughs> how about just what kind of job will you be after? <laughs> sir, as you left WOHN Friday afternoon, did you have any final words? Though we're going our separate ways. There can only be brighter days. Thank you, sir, for your time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, there Thank it is. you. Thank you for your time, sir. Now I think I know why Dickie Goodman committed suicide. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Yeah. That's funny. We're going to miss Bean when he's gone, aren't we? Hell yeah. I'm not. No. <laughs> no I am. All right. Well, guys, I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, keep those emails coming. Omar at Kirk.com. <laughs> Call Why, the app. That's room. Call the uh, Afro line 520-323-520-AFRO. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for all the Venmos, yo. Oh, we'll my take God. more. The B Team. Yeah. The B Team. The B Team. Oh, that's right. The B Team. Baby. Yeah. Lightning. God.
Don't even get me started again. I'm getting <laughs> in a bad mood again. Just calm I down. know. Jesus I know. Look Christ. at how Omar, how Omar is different now. He changed from the beginning of the episode <laughs> to the oh, end. Gotta make him calm down. You know. Yeah, you got uh, flustered like beer mug. I, know, I, I did. I get <laughs> flustered like mugs. Uh, but okay, the bonus track. We're gonna play the uh, old the Muggles Old Town yeah. Road remix and uh, beer mug. Yeah, it's awesome. Very, very, Thank very, you. very, very well yeah. done. But let's talk about something, you know, the creative process yes. of what... <laughs> so when, when Lil Nas X and the whole country trap thing uh, hit the hit the pop culture, Omar and Dave both came to me like, dude, Muggos country yeah. rap song. You gotta, gotta, gotta make it happen. Country trap, you yeah. gotta do it. Yeah. Took me a while. I, I didn't really a even... while. <laughs> I was had to be like, "Yo, Muggs, are you still alive?" <laughs> it was I a long like, time. I didn't even get to start working on it until way after they suggested it. So mm-hmm. I finally got something together. I wrote and recorded the first one. Had Dave listen to it. Dave came back and said uh, I was low energy on it, and. I was like, what, lower energy? What are you talking about, dude? And then he punched Dave in the face. <laughs> oh, no. He might as well. He pouted. He said, I'm not doing it. I don't care. That's it. I'm done. I'm not doing it. He literally said that. He's like, I'm not, do- no, I'm not making I any changes. I'm I like, didn't well. say that. I said, low energy. He's like, yeah, you sound like you're just you're just talking. And I'm like, Dave, that's like the energy of the, you know, it's the same energy. But what meant, what Dave meant to say was, Sounds flat. The vocal, it was. The it was. production yeah, sounds flat. That's, 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 have, that's it, a better word. It, for it. didn't have the, so didn't have the auto tune. Before on I figured out that's what Dave was trying to say. After Dave had come to me and I got flustered about it, but also I, it was kind of low. I came to <laughs> I came to Omar. I'm like, yo, yeah. And he played the track for me. I played the track. And I was just like, no, Dave's talking about the auto tune. Yeah, yeah. you know, he was t- he was talking about the auto tune. So sure. so on top. So we we had that figured out. And then also Omar gave me some. Um, Material suggestions. Yeah, because originally the, the song was about the wheat store. The wheat store. Yeah. yeah. Take, to the reefer store. Which was, it was like. And it was all over the place. Uh, yeah, really. it was all over the place. It was, there was funny lines in it. Absolutely. There were, yeah. Absolutely. But it just kind of didn't have a, um, it didn't have a theme. Right. Right. It, it didn't was, have really a funny angle to it. Right. So Omar's like, go in, rewrite it, make it kind of like. So I went in and I thought, okay. I, 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 got, I got some attitude from Muggs. When I, dude, he, he I swear, he was like flustered. He gave me a little bit of attitude, you know. Fine, I'll, yeah, guess I'll do you, it. Because yeah. like, I remember you looking looking at your lyrics and you're, you're just like, no, this is fine. You know? <laughs> I guess, I, I, I guess I, I'll redo I, it. And I made sure to say to Muggs, I'm like, dude, this is good. But I'm like, I, I, it could be great. Yes. You know what I mean? And, that's, and that's exactly what I, what I said, I was just too. like, this is good, but you, this could be great. And it's and, and I understand, you know, and all this extra stuff that we do for the show. We yeah. don't get paid extra, nope. and it's it's time. But we do it because we love it. You yeah. know what I mean? But also sometimes the creative process gets you down because you are like having struggles with it right. or whatever. So I or, get that. Or you're just work- boy over here, you know, can't like take criticism. I guess <laughs> you're working on it so hard. Yeah. it's kind of hard to hear. Like, oh well, that totally. That's not good. I get that. But none of us said that. No, no, no. I said this could be. Great! I yeah. said, it's "Listen, good. it's funny." Yeah, like because it was. We yeah. said it was funny, yeah. but it, you're right. It, it it was all over the place, and it didn't have an overall theme. Right. But I said it's fine. It's just you know. So then, um, so I went back. Yeah, I gave after, him kind of like you know. The, I was, he came up with ideas. We we kind of collaborated on what it should be, and uh, I we, went back. I rewrote it, and I had a great angle of like, well, you know, some country, which is true. Some country stations still aren't, aren't playing it, even after they added Billy Ray Cyrus, Cyrus to the track. And all this other stuff. So I was like, oh, I'll just make it like a white version. And that's what I did. I ran and write it. But now this is where, you know, it has to be good. And on the point of Omar's production, which is was awesome, Thanks. he took the song, my song, and we recorded it. And he made it, he duplicated the sound. 
Yeah. yeah. The auto tune. Uh, Which, every- by the way, sometimes I, so so mugs we 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 record it. And, uh, you know, I get him to do some layering and stuff. It's like, oh, I don't know. Because as a production guy, you really don't know how somebody produced a song until you start dissecting it, right? Yeah. So I had him do the main vocal, then three different layers, you know, uh, specific parts. Because you don't know how much autotune these people are using. There is, when, you, when you're using autotune, there's a standard, not, or not a standard, but there's a, a, like a, the, the start-off template, yeah. let's, let's say. And it's, it's got these settings or whatever that everybody uses. And uh, usually you start there and then you work out. In this case, I started there, and that's where it was. I mean, this is how lazy the production was on this piece, you know what I mean? But the song is so freaking catchy that it just works, right? Yeah. So I slapped it in there, and I told Muggs, literally, I'm probably going to need, uh, you know, a couple days, you know, I'll get it back to you. And it was like an hour later. An hour, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like an hour. I was like, dude, come and listen to this. Yeah, it's ready. And yeah. I heard See, it. all I needed was some production and energy. And yeah. <laughs> that was the first time I had, I think I'd used auto-tune on any of the any tracks. Track, yeah. I was so amazed to watch Omar had the program up and he, as he was playing me the final track. Yeah. And it, you see the auto-tune program, and the way you have, like the way that Omar was talking about, it, you kind of have to sing, try to sing yeah. for the auto tune. You have to sing to the melody of the song for the auto tune to work. Right. And I was so amazed by it. And it yeah, was you can great. see it kind of bending the, the the pitch. So he's like, send it to only Bean, so that everybody else is surprised. Mm-hmm. And I send it to Bean, and <laughs> Bean loved it. Yeah. And, uh, and they played it on the Kevin Bean show. Can we talk about the aftermath real quick? Yes, please, because I don't <laughs> understand that at all. What? Oh, what? <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. With Kev Dog? Yeah. Because yeah. to me, it, it, was funny. it was a funny, like, uh, lighthearted, good angle. And by the way, uh, couldn't be more topical. It's like yeah. the biggest song on the radio. And w- 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 what happens in the room? What did, what did Jensen and Allie say? Jensen loved it. Allie loved it. <laughs> Bean loved it. Kev Dog, not so much. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He thought I was late on it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Man. I don't know what, it, what where he was where he where he was coming from. Maybe maybe it was the fact that I was making fun of white people. Oh man, you're making fun of his people. You're coming, yeah. you're coming at Kev dog. Yeah, oh, yeah that's no. right. What it is, dude? Kevin's so white. <laughs> wow, dude. Oh, so man. anyway, anyway, that's a good. That, you know, that's a good behind the scenes, like VH1 behind the music here. Pull back the curtain. Yeah. So here we go. B holes. We're gonna drop this in. This is Old Town Road, the Muggles remix. Yeah, I'm gonna take my ass to the Walmart store I'm gonna spend till I can't no more I'm gonna take my ass to the Walmart store I'm gonna spend till I can't no more Yo, it's Muggos, yeah, I'm back Doing country trap Fat as the new black Smoked a back of 20 packs Jimmy Dean is my main course Drink Budweiser for sport Loving on my sister Having no remorse Liberal pussies can't tell me nothing They can't tell me nothing This ain't fake news baby We ain't frontin' No we ain't frontin' Foxworthy the best actor Cheese whiz on my cracker So white I get mistaken For Kevin and Bean Baxter My cousins are my groupies Sip shine in my jacuzzi My niece is looking hot And my grandma she's a beauty Libertarians ain't got nothing They ain't got nothing This is America We ain't frontin' No we ain't frontin' I'm gonna take my to the Walmart store I'm gonna spend till I can't no more I'm gonna take my ass 
attached to the Walmart store. I'm gonna spend till I can no more. Yeah! Sweet piggy, piggy, piggy. USA, USA. You might be a redneck if this is Muggles on the country trap for the 219, and I'm out this bitch on my horsey. Yeah! Oh, all all uh, improv, by the way, right there. I, dude, I gotta talk about this real quick. So, so, so the day we're supposed to air this, like, I get a text from Muggs the night before. Oh, yeah. It was like, hey, um, would it be hard to change, you know, make any changes? I'm like, no. I mean, you know, if you have something funnier, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm down to make whatever kind of changes you need, as long as it's gonna be funnier. And the thing he wanted to change was that little out thing. I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, and come why, on. why was it? Wait, 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 wait. When you hear the reason why, this is this is funny. I didn't want to offend anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, are, are you kidding, dude? I was like, no, because yeah, he he he. That's, that's a one take, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, dude! It and was that's perfect. the bit. That's it when you, that's when you start going with it. You riff with it. Loved it. Yeah, and then we recorded a little video for Instagram. It was. It turned out pretty funny. Oh, yeah. His filters. Were, oh, when, he, when he's like jamming him, his track. to his own track, singing that's along. Funny. My bald so, spot. Love it. Love it. Good <laughs> Mugs, work, Muggles. Mugs, Mugs made me retake stuff because he's like, my oh my bald spot. spot. <laughs> and then what does he do next? He puts his bald spot right in the camera. I was like, I can't help you there, buddy. By the way. I'm working. I'm gonna work on a new song, which ha- I wrote two years ago. Oh, is this your bald song? This is my balding song with the Lumineer one. Or sh- oh no, it's uh, the Twenty One oh, Pilots. Yeah, st- you've been talking about this song. Talking <laughs> about know. Jesus. I know. I put it Jesus in my locker Louises. at the old building, and then I finally found the, the papers that I wrote it on. And, oh my, uh, god. my god, we got to do it. All, All right. right. Well. I'm glad this turned around because this was fun. That's this a great a episode. Very therapeutic episode. I feel yeah. good about you know, it. You know how? Uh, never mind. Never mind. What? what? No, I was gonna say you know how we're giving out stuff out for the people who listen to the other one. <laughs> yeah. I think people should give us stuff for this one. I think so. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because this right. was a good one. That's right. how it works, man. Yeah, it was. It was. It was like it was a roller coaster of emotions, guys. It, it started with Matt Omar <laughs> yeah, and then flustered beer mug. Oh man, Damn. I need a nap. Is, is is the King of Mexico the most emotionally like uh, stable guy on the show? You know, it. I kind of. I kind of seem that way. What the Hell, it's weird, isn't that's it? That's not good. No, <laughs> but I do, I do, I do have moments of, yeah. of like, bad. F- F- yeah. yeah, yeah. I quit this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>